Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis. We are at episode number 91. My name is Barbara. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We're recording this on the Friday yeah. before Christmas. I got my hat on, my lights on. Do you say your lights? Yeah, I've got a necklace with blinking lights. I'm a little bit over the top at occasional. I know that surprises you. But... That's a little bit too much. <laughs> I know, I know. I'll take a picture of him so you can see him. They're beautiful. But Absolutely. We're all wearing them. <laughs> Is this the last day of production for you? Or are you back in on the 23rd? We don't stop. Are you kidding me? I'm working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Thursday, Friday. No, wait, I'm sorry. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Full staff Christmas Eve? Yep. You guys are nuts. Uh, yeah, we're working. We always have. Um, we, you know, don't tell anybody, but occasionally we have a pretty good Christmas Eve here at Night Dental. We party a little bit. And we I understand. laugh a whole lot and we have a fun day, so it's not too bad. I try to get everybody out of here by two. We work yeah. fast and try to get it done and wrap it up, but yeah. Yeah, no rest for the weary. We have our famous, We our last day is Monday the 23rd, and we don't work again until January 2nd. Are you kidding me? Every year we do this. Yeah, that's that's not fair. It's more of a hassle than a help, I'll tell you. I spend a good couple weeks up to this point telling people, uh, no. Wow. <laughs> uh, we can't make that date. No one's here. How do you, like, stay, I don't mean successful, but how do you not take your clients off? Because insurance is ending. Everybody wants everything rushed and, and you guys close down. You don't lose business? It's tradition. Wow. It's just something this lab's always done. Well, good for you guys. Honestly, if it was up to me, I would open for a couple of days in between to keep things rolling. But I don't know how much we lose. But if they find out we can't get it done by that date, does it go somewhere else? I don't know. I have a few choice words for you, but I'll keep them to myself. <laughs> Every week next week, Elvis. And remember, I'll be working. Well, I will be working on the podcast. <laughs> yes, so I'm sure you There you go. So today we have what I like to call a threefer. Oh my God. I could have used another term, uh -huh. but it would have been taken wrong. We have three conversations we got out in Philadelphia at LMT Lab Day East. First up is a good friend of ours and also a fellow board member of the NADL, Robert Gitman from NDX Thayer. Rob talks about how he gets into the industry, how he went from consulting and marketing to becoming a lab manager, and he also talks a little bit about what happens when your lab joins the NDX family. And then we talk to funny man Bruce Barish from Colonial Dental Lab. Bruce has been in the industry for a long time and has a lot of good stories to tell. He tells us his story and how he uses study clubs and education to market his lab. And then we wrap up this whole episode with lab owner turned vendor speaker Jeremy Wohlers from Colzer. Jeremy was at Lab Day East to talk about digital dentures, mm -hmm. and he tells us what makes the Paula system from Colzer so unique and might be a good fit for your lab. So join us as we chat with Robert, Bruce, and Jeremy. Nanoceramic is the new buzzword in full arch dentistry, and for a good reason. But what exactly is nanoceramic? If you're like me, you might be wondering. 
A nanoceramic is an advanced restorative material that blends ciliated glass and a polymer matrix together at the molecular or nano level. Ciliated glass drives the superior aesthetics and durability of this material, and the advanced polymer fibers drive the elasticity and lifelike feel. Blended at the perfect ratio, the glass and polymer matrix creates the ideal combination of lifelike functionality and long-term durability. Crystal Ultra by Digital Dental is comprised of 70% ciliated glass and 30% advanced polymers. This 70-30 mix is the magic that makes Crystal Ultra the ideal material for full arch dentistry, creating the perfect mix of durability and high aesthetics. In combination with the semi-flexible bar structure, a Crystal Ultra-based fixed hybrid denture is the most beautiful and durable full arch restoration in the industry, period. To learn more about the future of full arch dentistry, visit crystalultra.com slash voices. Crystal Ultra, feel the difference. Voices from the Bench The Interview We are here at Where are we? LMT East East LMT East in Philadelphia In the hometown of the good old Robert Gitman How are you sir? I'm excellent I'm in my hometown And it just feels great to be back So you don't live here currently You're just You were born and raised here Right Moved to central Pennsylvania in 2003 and you're with Thayer Dental Lab, right? correct? And DX Thayer now. Right, I was going to say, the proper way is DX, NDX Thayer Dental Lab. So tell us, how's life? How's it going? How's business? What are you looking at for checking out at this meeting? Are you just here to see old friends? And here to see old friends. We're looking at some new technology, looking at some new materials. What are you guys uh, looking at? Like new, uh, of course, probably zirconia, but technology. No, no zirconia. We are great. Awesome. We just got two new 3D BioCAD mills, which are just awesome. We're wet milling zirconia Sweet. to get really thin margins. Wet and milling zirconia. Interesting. Doesn't that produce quite a slush at the bottom of these things? Not as bad as you'd think. Really? Huh. But they're, they're awesome. Does it speed up the process of the milling? No faster, no slower. No? Okay. No, the, the milling strategy is pretty much the same time factor. Interesting. How'd you hear about those? How'd you investigate them? I didn't. <laughs> See, that's the beauty part of working with NDX. Yeah. Uh, I got Smile. a phone call and... Oh, oh, we're getting our picture taken. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really? Okay. Got it. She's taking a video? The Robert Gitman. You know what we could do if we were taking a video, but... We're not. <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> Save that for the NADL. Oh, yeah. No, maybe in like five years. Yeah, so. and I, so I have to point out, so you introduced me, but I, you know, everybody, I'm sitting here with two industry leaders who put in a lot of time, not only for these broadcasts to bring you great information, but these two great people serve on the NADL board with me. Who and Barb. About? Is oh, our incoming thanks. president oh, yeah. in January, and Elvis has done an amazing job of just the short time he's been on the board. He is 
extremely involved in every facet of board materials and great we perspective. Yep. So thank you both. Well, so are You're you. Welcome. And Let's you're not... president-elect, I assume, right, in January. Uh, <laughs> I don't count my chickens before you're they're You're coming hatched. up right behind me, so congratulations to you as well. Thank you. You're responsible for cleaning up Barbara's mess. <gasps> wow. Damn. It's hurtful. That wasn't very See, nice. that's why they call it Philadelphia, the city of no pity where danger's no stranger. Yes. I asked about that last night. I'm like, I got uh, prepped on um, Philadelphia, so yes. So tell us your story, it. Robert. Are you a technician? No. 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 I, jeez. Oh, back in 1980, I ended up working for a gentleman by the name of Ralph Packman, and Ralph was the executive director of the Dental Laboratory Conference, uh, a dental organization that had laboratories in mostly Canada, the United States, and then a few in Western Europe. Mm. And of the domestic U.S. laboratories at the time, there were 110 members, and they represented 40% of the market share. Really? Yeah. Now, one member happened to be National Dentex. Mm. Uh, but that was one member with one vote, although they had multiple laboratories at the sure. time. But in working for Ralph, half of the business he had was clients in the pharmaceutical industry and the other half in the dental industry, manufacturers, distributors. Mm -hmm. Actually, uh, Ralph and I helped Judy start LMT when she left Modern Dental Lab. Shut up. You are kidding me. Wow. That is such a story. She came to the office, and she had no advertisers and didn't know where to start. And Ralph got on the phone, and within three days... She had advertising contracts from every major manufacturer so she could start wow. her publication. That is super awesome. So I can't believe that. I was lucky enough to learn dental technology from some unbelievably great technicians who allowed me in their laboratory and to sit there and pretty much watch over the shoulder what they were doing, allowed me to ask questions because I couldn't market their laboratory or understand how to help them make a better profit. Until I understood the process. Makes sense. Yeah. So I understood. I learned all the processes at the time but and continued over the years. But I've never sat down with my hands and tried to do anything, which probably would not have been a good situation. <laughs> or it might have been a good situation. <laughs> they have a couple less fingers, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you came into it as a, in the marketing. Right. Marketing and business consultation. Right. And, that's, and, and now here you are where you're at. I mean, that's amazing. I've seen you speak several times, which has been really a, a love watching you speak. Where did we see you? Cal Lab this year? The Cal Lab, that's I That's what I thought. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Thank that you. was good stuff. Well, good you stuff. get that many years of experience. you got to have one or two good stories. <laughs> <laughs> one would hope. So, yeah, so we're at LMT, and um, we're going to enjoy our day, and hopefully you have a great day as well. What do you, uh, what's, what's next for you? What's next? Yeah. I mean, other than president after Barbara. I don't know. But, you know, people look at me and they're asking me, well, when are you going to retire? Oh, no. And I'm thinking to myself, I have no desire to retire ever. No. I mean, I want to be another Norm Weinstock, you know, still, you know, mixing it up in his 80s. You know, I, I mean, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I'm got too much energy. I don't mind change. Well, good. Yeah. So. 
I it's, think, uh, uh, it's an exciting time to be in dentistry. Were you at Thayer before NDX took over, or did yeah. you come oh, yeah. in with NDX? I started working with Greg Thayer as a client back in 1986. Wow. So we just helped that laboratory grow over the years, and uh, back in 92, that was when Greg started putting the full-core press on me to come and work there full-time, and it didn't happen until 2003. But Really? <laughs> and yeah, I don't you know d- how you say no to Greg Thayer. He's awesome, too. I know him well. <laughs> And then you came in as to market that, yeah. to market them. Well, and t- no, really, at that time, I was really managing all the finances and all, oh. all, the, all the business components, you know, yeah. working with the accountants, the insurance companies, all the employee benefits. Greg and I designed that building, built that building that we're in now, and it was real curious because we were able to do it, and he paid no taxes on it because of what's called a 1031 exchange. So we did a real estate exchange. And wow. And he paid no taxes? To no, no. Bank. He left that burden for his, his son and daughter. <laughs> 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 so the basis will be reduced, yeah. but they're going to have it. So nice. But it's, uh, we avoided that. So it's, it's kind of cool. So when NDX came in, what, how was the transition? I mean, I have to tell you, the, the team that they brought in, they brought eight people from corporate in. Really? And they made camp in our lunchroom for a week. And we didn't skip a heartbeat on production. We were able to service the customers. They they performed the corporate integration with everything from a biometric time clock to making sure that all the documentation we had uh, got transferred over to them, that our HR, all our people were onboarded properly. and. It, it was seamless. Wow. Uh, they, had, they had a great team. It uh, was headed up by a guy by the name of Jeff Gordon and consummate professional. Just The race car driver? No. No. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Does Greg so. ever uh, pop in and say hi anymore? Or no, is he he's, much he's busy with uh, retirement. Good for him. I think he's playing a lot of golf. I know that uh, he's volunteering time at a food bank and a library. So beyond that. Not sure what else he's doing, but I'm sure, you know, knowing Greg, he's keeping busy. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So. Well, we appreciate you sitting down. All right. With us. Well, yeah. thank, you. thank you. I appreciate Always. the invitation. Always good to see you, sir. All right. Thank you. You thank too. Thank you so much. My pleasure. We'll thank talk to you, you later. Thanks, Barb. Easy breezy. What do I do? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. Well, when you do, 50, let us know. You want to come back? <laughs> <laughs> 53 years in this business. And 53 years. 53 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. we're here with Bruce Barish from West Berlin, New Jersey. Colonial Dental Lab. Colonial Dental Lab. So how far is West Berlin, New Jersey from here. Philadelphia? Uh, about, about 20 miles. That's it. Oh, that's Yeah, right bad. over the bridge where, you know, Fairly close to Philly, and we're also uh, about 45 minutes from Atlantic City. Wow. Sweet. Nice. Nice. So talk about your lab. What is it? I mean, is it Well, a- Colonial was uh, uh, formed in 1976. Wow. The bicentennial year. Yeah. Uh, by two men, John Balancio and John Porter. Uh, Mr. Porter's retired now, but it's a family business. Uh, it's not owned by any large group. Nice and, and, and they started in a just a corner like a corner uh, shop, and they grew through the years in Blackwood, New Jersey, is where we started, Blackwood. which is in the same area. Area, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In 1999, we moved to West Berlin, uh, 12,000 square feet. 
Nice. Wow. We're, where we are now. So we're there 20 years. We almost have all the boxes open. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first day we got there. I, I still think there's people on hold because of our, <laughs> we didn't know the phone system. But we're a, we're a full service laboratory. Yeah, that was my um, next question. So yes. you're full service? We're, we're a full service laboratory. We got about 30 technicians. Nice. Uh, we mill our own zirconia. We do not mill abutments. Good. And we don't do uh, chrome cobalt. Yeah. Uh, and we, of course, we send that out. But we do not subcontract to any foreign country. Good, Good. for you guys. Good to and, hear. And, and uh, I must tell you that there are a lot of laboratories around us that do. Yeah. And, and what gets me angry about that is that I don't know if the dentists know that they're doing that. Mm. I, I don't know. New Jersey doesn't have any sort of regulation or disclosure none law or anything yeah not not to my, not to my knowledge sure and you know I must tell you that I started in this business in 1966 I'm in you know 53 years being a man and boy my my dad got me into the business uh, was your dad I, a technician my dad was a technician as a denture man before World War II wow with, with Vulcanite dentures oh my that's Vulcanite and, yeah and then he <laughs> I've went never heard that of that. before and then he and then he uh, and then he went to war. He was, he was in World War II, and uh, he was in the CBs. And then when he got out, he just bounced from job to job. Yeah. Uh, he was in sales. For a while, he worked for Helene Curtis. He could actually, he could actually color women's hair. It's amazing. <laughs> Early 1960s, uh, he was looking for a job, and he got this job at Superior Dental Lab, which at the time heard of them. was one of the top. Wow. Yeah, and they're still around in, in, in a smaller but uh, they were one of the largest laboratories on the East Coast. They used to have one here in Philadelphia, isn't Joe? When we were driving yeah, I think around, that's he superior goes. Superior, we were talking about last right night. Here. Are they gone now? Or no, they they're still. still they're, they're very small. They're, uh, it's, a, it's a small laboratory. It's run by a friend of mine, uh, mm-hmm. a fellow by the name of Jack Colsar. and they're just a small, yeah. almost like a boutique lab- laboratory. Yeah. Yep. But at the time when I joined them. They were about a hundred people. Oh wow! And I was a uh, and I was a technician, and I used to say my dad got me into this business, and I haven't spoke to him since. <laughs> and, 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 my, and my dad passed a few years ago, but when I used to tell him that, he used to say, "You're eating, aren't you? You little stinker! What are you, <laughs> what are you, what you yes. complaining about?" So, did you specialize in removables as well? No, I was, a cra- I was a I was a I was, gee, I did uh, casting. Okay. I did some waxing. I did a lot of copper tubes in those days. I mean, that was a whole different copper whole, tube. Copper yeah, tubes. I'm sure you don't miss that much. No, do no, you? no, no, no. Um, <laughs> what you know, did you do? Copper tubes. Well, we had the you, you, the doctor would take copper tubes and we plated them and made dyes out of them. And then the doctor and then we would make then we would do uh, transfers with cheap metal and the doctors would try that in and then pull that and then we would make. Of course, you, you couldn't go to a finish. In those days, nothing was cast in one piece. Also, uh, porcelain fused metal was just starting, yeah. just coming in. Acrylic veneers were oh, the wow. standard of care. Acrylic and, and micro, we had like Dang. eight waxers, and seven of them were doing acrylic veneers, and one person was doing microbond copings. Wow. And there was no such thing as uh, implants. I mean, sure, yeah. uh, they, they, later on, we did get into subperiostals, but it was a, it was a whole different business. Um, and now your lab's pretty much metal-free, right? Are you well, I'd say we're about, maybe about 50-50. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you're not doing it there, are you? You're sub, you're, what did you say? I thought you said you were metal-free. No, no, no. We, no we, we, don't do, um, we don't make abutments. Okay, got it. Uh, we send to uh, Atlantis or Nobel or one of those, yeah, one of yeah. those companies. Is it okay if I, if I say their name? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, I will tell you that the only 
person who pays me is colonial. <laughs> we're doing a lot of speaking. Uh, we're very big on all on four type cases. Oh, okay. And in fact, uh, at the end of this month, uh, we're doing uh, two programs for the New Jersey Dental Association. Nice. They have like Good a resource resource awesome. day. Me and and uh, a, a gentleman, uh, Jan Dvorkin, who does our. He, he, he does the heavy lifting. I go up and I tell jokes and, and, warm, the, <laughs> and warm the crowd up, and, and, then, and then he gets into, the, he gets into the, uh, the heavy stuff. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're very strong into that. And we, we, still do, we still cast. We still cast some, uh, some metal, and, and especially yeah. in, the larger, in the larger bridges. We do a lot of lithium to silicate. Do you uh, press that or mill it? We, we, for the most part, we mill it yeah. Yeah. because it is, it is so much less labor-intensive. It's hard to press that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to. It's you, not hard, but it's no. You got to wax process. it. You got to go yeah, through yeah. the. You got to go through the process. So uh, the only time we press it is <clears throat> when the milling machine breaks down. Yep. You know the joke is that the uh, machines don't call in sick. Yeah. Well, they do. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they do. <laughs> you know. Digital dysfunction. No, they Did don't call in sick. <laughs> they leave in the middle of the day. That's what they do. They just stop working. Yes, yes. So is there anything in particular that you're looking for today? Uh, the main reason why I come is so people see I'm still alive and still working. <laughs> so mean, you like uh, to socialize and yeah, say hi. The, the, There's the, somebody the, saying hi to him right now, as a matter of fact. Is it, <laughs> he, is a, um, he is a former employee of Colonial, and she is an employee of hi. Colonial. Oh, nice. And awesome. Nice. So how many people from Colonial are here? Uh, well, me and Michelle so far. Yeah, <laughs> I expect there'll be. I, I expect there'll be more. Do you encourage your employees to come? I posted signs oh, God, all over yeah. the place. Yeah. Good, good. And good. I've been. I've Twenty been, minute uh, drive and it's free. Why? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, and I'm. I'm very big on LMT. Uh, Same here. I yeah. always appreciate what uh, Judy and her staff does. Mm-hmm. In fact, my five minutes of of fame was several years ago when Judy quoted me in her editorial page. Nice. nice. It, was the, it was the time that she had, uh, and you may remember this, she had Glidewell and two or three of the other top people speaking together in one, in yeah, one yeah. Uh, Josh, the late Josh Green. Yep. He was involved in that. And the next time I saw her, she asked me, she said, what did you think of that? I said, it was like going to a rock concert. And seeing Paul McCartney and Mick yeah, Jagger and Eric Clapton. Names. And she said, wow, that's great. And she put it in the magazine. Nice. And that's it. And I haven't had, haven't had any fame since then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to have podcast fame yeah. now, sir. Now you're on the podcast. Yeah, I, must, I must tell you, uh, not to embarrass him, but I was so impressed with him when uh, I saw the program in, uh, in Charlotte. And yeah. In fact, I was impressed. I was really blown away. What a terrific job they did. Yeah. And what great programs. Uh, his, his was was really good because you really you, you cut through the crap and you really you, you really can I say that and you yes, really, and you, you really can. went through you you know you you really got to the heart of it and I think what you're doing uh, allowing us to have a voice as dental technicians you know I've seen dental technicians at one time were high, held in higher regard than they are now yeah, yeah. and it really bothers me. So, so you were asking me what I was doing. So I did that for about five years. And I was, uh, how can I put this? I was a really bad technician. I, was, I, do, I do not have the manual dexterity that you guys have. And I don't have it either. Okay. Well, <laughs> well I know she Barb's well, got it. Well, I've got it. I know, Little Miss I, I know she. I know she does. Probably your dad did. Yeah, my dad did for sure. And my son. I was. I probably would have been, probably another couple months, I probably would have been out bagging groceries somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the, they had two gentlemen in the customer service department, and one guy left to start his own car business or something. 
and they couldn't find anybody. And they said, well, let's get this. And I was, I don't know. 22, 23 yeah. years old. He said, well, this guy, he's, he's not very good with his hands, but he can talk. And he knows the business. <laughs> and, he knows the, and he knows the business. And sales. That was sales, and, <laughs> and sales, customer service. Yeah, customer my, service. And, yep. that was my, and that was my break. Yeah. And uh, I've been with Colonial since 97 uh, and wow. uh, became general manager in 2003. So you're managing production. Yeah, no pressure I'm managing there. Every, I'm managing everything. Everything. Well, you know, I'm also in charge of marketing. But the production to a point, I mean, we have ma- I work with the managers. Yeah, yeah. But also handling problems uh, with, with the HR director and oh, yeah. things like that. And, you know, HR. I mean, if it wasn't, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't <laughs> for the technicians and the dentists, this business would be easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, God so, love them. So anyway, so that's so our, true. That's my, my story. In a, uh, and I'm still, I'm still working. And, you know, they, everybody always asks me when I'm going to retire. I really like what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't like where the business, dental business is going yeah. necessarily. Yeah. And you know everybody's price conscious and uh, and always have been. But you know it, it's it, it beats uh, sitting around the house, uh, you know, watching Netflix. I You're guess. actually the second um, person. Rob Gitman said the same thing. He says, you know, I just don't ever see myself retiring. And I think if you love it and uh, you have passion, it's a great thing about this industry. Is you go to these conventions and there's so many people here that they've retired, yeah, but they're still coming to these things because they love the community, yes. they love the people, they yes. love the, the connections. They cannot get away, even if they retire, they're still in it's it. It's the greatest industry ever. Yeah. You know, I Rob's a friend, uh, yeah, and he I was so. when, when he had his uh, his own consulting business. He w- he worked. In fact, when I came to Colonial. He was their uh, managing consultant. Mm-hmm. Really? Then, yes. I didn't know that. Yes, he yeah. was doing it for that. He knows then everybody, he, I'm he telling does. you. Rob knows, Rob knows everybody. Yep. Uh, one of the world's greatest James Bonds fans, by the way. Is he really? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm one of those rare, I prefer Roger Moore over Sean Connery. Really? Yeah. See, I get this. So I'm going to have to have a talk with him later. Huh. Yeah. So. See, what, what do you think of the new guy? Uh, see, I think he should have darker hair, but that's yeah. just... <laughs> Drinking Heineken's instead of straight yeah. from LMTE, James Bond. <laughs> that, that, that's just me. I'll tell you, this is a real honor to be to be sitting with no, the two of you. Yeah, and, uh, we appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate it. And doing this and, and being here, and uh, uh, I hope it's a good show. Uh, last year, uh, I thought I thought it was a good show. Last yeah. year, yeah, it seems like a good crowd. Yeah, and it's they busy have some now. great programs <laughs> yeah. here, and I know. The 9.30 to 11.30, there's so many great programs to choose from. Yes. I think that's where everybody is right now. (laughs) Well, there's an awful lot of people in here now, and they're in class. Half of them are in class. So I think it's going to be a really, really, really strong show. I like it because I I, I live about half an hour from here. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's – and even going to Atlantic City wasn't wasn't bad. Yeah. When uh, Judy had it in uh, New York, it was nice, but New York's a hassle. Yeah. I mean, I still think I own a down payment on my car when I parked it <laughs> in New York. So. No, Philadelphia is nice. Yeah. It's, it's an easy in. It's a. It's not too city, not too crazy. It's First a, time I've ever been here. Me too. Really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we were driving around last night looking at all the beautiful buildings and talking about the culture and the city. And it's a great, I love it. It's a, it's a great city. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really improved as, as, as I've gotten older. Or maybe it's because I appreciate it more. Yeah. But it, it's uh, it's it's done a really nice job. This convention center is just a wonderful, oh, yeah, it's it's huge, beautiful. a wonderful <laughs> venue. It it is huge till you go and see the uh, Javits, or the one in Chicago. Okay. But uh, are you going to be at the uh, 
Greater New York. No, we are not. No. Uh, well, that's really more for dentists. Yeah. 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 But yeah. They're, they're, they're very nice, though. They, they allow dental technicians to come in. Yeah. Which not all these shows used to do. And, yeah. and that's the way these things should be set up. Absolutely. It's more of a combination. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Between the groups. You don't see too many big shows. We used to do them, and now we don't do any, any big shows at all. We do a lot of study clubs. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do, as a lab with a booth at a yeah. I yeah, don't think that we do. We do. Small, I know a few small labs things. that do it, but it's we've very never it's done very it. expensive. Yep. And this way, if I'm doing a Seattle study club locally, I'm reaching out to new people in my yep. area and my customers. Yep. Which sometimes we forget. We forget that we have to make nice to our customers. That we have yep. to we have to touch base with them. Keeping the work is easier than finding new work. So making sure that your clients that Amen. you know absolutely it's, and yeah we do we're big into spears at summer um, I think we participate in like eight or nine clubs um, between three of wow. us wow and yeah you just I mean that is a majority of our marketing and it works in the fall I'm never home on a no, Wednesday I know. night oh. <laughs> my wife is like You're really again <laughs> again well my wife is used my wife is used to it yeah. 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 When people ask me uh, how come I haven't retired yet, and I tell them that I was going to, and my life was threatened. My wife said, you'll kill me. Because <laughs> you'll be home all the time. <laughs> well, well she, wor- she works, too. So, it's, uh, I, again, I, I really like, and things like this, this is my wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. And doing programs, and we put on um, three to five seminars a year. Yeah. Some of them are in our laboratory because we have a nice little room that we can seat 30, 40 people. Oh, wow. And sometimes we have it on the... Uh, out a certain venue. Now, yeah, yeah. I noticed uh, where Judy yesterday went to the battleship. I saw I know, that. I saw that on Facebook. Totally we we, did, a, we did a program. In 2003, we did a program. Uh, we had Ed McLaren come in, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Dr. Ed McLaren, yep. and we had about 200 people. And at, at, at halftime, at, <laughs> at lunchtime, we had a tour. And it was a big hit. Of that battleship? Right on the battleship. Wow. That's cool. I would never do it again for a couple of reasons. First of all, because of security, there was from, uh, remember, this is 2003. Oh, From where the um, registration was to where the program was, was like two football fields. Oh. And everything had to be outside. So we had a tent. Now, we were lucky. It was September. We had a fairly nice day. Yeah. And still, some people complained it was too noisy. Yeah, yeah. Some people complained it was too hot. Some people complained they couldn't see the screen where it was. Logisti- right? Logistically, yeah. it, was, it, was, yeah. it was very difficult. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't do it again, even though people still ask me. And that, that's, that's wonderful. It's a cool thing to see. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's I right here so on the, too. Right here on the. How uh, close is it from here? Not, uh, it's right across, the, right across the Ben Franklin Bridge, like 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, right, right in that uh, uh, Camden area, which used to be kind of a slum, yeah. and they really, they really did a terrific job sure. making it nice. And with, that's with, awesome. With things like that, they also have a uh, an aquarium that's uh, terrific. We've yeah. had programs there too. Nice. You know, the only problem with that is sometimes the people instead of looking at the uh, I know everybody. Yeah, I know. <laughs> as he's waving, the so, people passing us. Well, you know, when you when you when, when, when <laughs> you're in cool. the business, when your business is as long as me, yeah. you kind of you kind of know everybody. Yeah. Yep. Again, I like to think that you know, I'm still alive, I'm still working. Yeah. And I'm hoping to continue as long as I have my health, we'll continue to to to, to do it. I mean, what am I going to do? Sit home and uh, bother your wife? And what yeah, no, no, she'll <laughs> well, she'll, prob- she'll probably be, she'll probably be working or uh, or, yeah. or whatever. I mean, do you ever do you ever consider anything about Life after uh, no, no. 
in fact, my dad's 78 and still comes in dye trims. So I just don't see ever stopping. Oh, I tell my wife I'm going to die working. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Se- several years ago, we, we went to uh, your laboratory and we met, we met your dad and... Uh, uh, it was really, it was, it was really eye-opening because yeah. they, they were so organized. And, and I'll tell you, I've never been to any laboratory that I didn't learn something. Oh yes, that Which I, I love that. Yeah. That yeah. I didn't, I didn't pick something up. Yep. And when just going to that uh, marketing uh, thing, summit, that we went to, yeah. the, the marketing summit, just talking to people, I almost, almost learned as much. Just going back and forth, Megan from, um, from Seattle, yeah. yes, Martha. Um, Martha Martin. Martha Martin. Yeah. Ter- terrific people that you you know you 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 just exchange wonderful ideas. Yeah. Somebody it, always does it. Somebody always does something else better. And hopefully, maybe we exchange a few ideas of, of things that, that that we do. What we didn't get out of you is how to swing a golf club. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was so bad. I mean, it was just it was just ridiculous. So about a hundred years ago. A uh, gentleman was teaching me how to play golf because I was engaged to his daughter, oh, and he took me yeah. out. He took me out, and I had one lesson. And then we broke up, and the lesson stopped. <laughs> so, and, and that and, was that. And you know, I was, I was a pretty good baseball player in my youth. And, uh, I'm a big baseball fan, and I, I have problems with swinging like that. Like, like that. Yeah, Instead yeah. of me, I want to. I want to. I want to step in and yeah. You know, and, and uh, no, you're not allowed to move your feet. And all not allowed that, to yeah, move. I was, yeah, Barbara, I was, I was, it was ridiculous. It was, <laughs> it was especially, especially we had we had uh, two young like we had Megan and the, and the uh, uh, other girl uh, who works with Martha, and they were hitting the ball three times farther than me. And here I am, this big guy. It was like you know, it was, yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. You can go drink a yeah. beer. Uh, I had a couple. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, all right, time out. Yeah, and a couple. A but again, in meeting Elvis, meeting all of them, it was worth the price of admission just to do that. Yeah. Awesome. It yeah. surely was. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, yes, Bruce. We appreciate you. you sitting down. Truly an honor Love for it. me. Yeah. Awesome. Truly an honor. And I'm, uh, you've made me a steady listener now. Awesome. Aww. We appreciate thank that. Thank you. Spread the word. Yeah, sure spread will. the word. Awesome. Let your people know. Sure will. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. You ready? Yeah, we're here with Jeremy Wollers. CDT. CDT from Colzar. Colzer. Colzer. Colzar. Colzer? Colzer. Jesus. <laughs> this is why we love him, because he pronounces things so correctly. No, I don't. And I get to be the female and correct him, which I love, <laughs> you know. So you're speaking today. Yes. So tell us a little bit about um, your event and who you're representing and just a little bit about what's going on. I'm representing Colzer, obviously, but uh, we're going to be speaking mostly on the whole gomlet that's, that Colzer has to offer on digital dentures. So we go everything from the scanner to our design software to our printer to the cleaning unit after you print to polishing the whole deal. So is it um, you're printing the base and the teeth and then yes. you put them together and bond them together? Is yeah. That- so we're printing the base and the teeth and then we'll bond them together using the same material that we printed it out of. Mm-hmm. So in removable, generally speaking, teeth would break out of a denture because we had two different materials and makes sense yeah each flexes at a different sure deal so uh if we print and we print the teeth and the base out of the same material we we have the same flexing so things don't delaminate the teeth don't break out is that unique to your guys's system i don't know what other people do do they use completely different resins for teeth 
uh, right now it's unique to our system. Is it? Yeah. Um, there's a few other. There's a few that are they're doing similar to ours, but for the most part, yeah, a lot of people want the more aesthetic tooth, and so they're they're using a tooth card. I get that, and, yeah. uh, and that's you know that's something that we're definitely interested in working on right now. But the problem that, that you have when you do things like that is that flex is different. Sure. And that rears its ugly head on Thursdays or Fridays, and oh, yeah. you of know, course the, it does. Yeah. So that's where the bonus of digital is, is because if if Mrs. Smith's dogs eat the denture on Thursday night, you know, can print one and get it done. Doctor can call us and tell us, hey, I need a denture, and they're always worried that they're going to have to go back to reimpress. We can print it before the doctor makes that emergency appointment comes in Friday, and that they can is see what was there before. Very cool with this whole technology. Pretty so, excited about it. So, as a laboratory, um, if I want to go out and talk a doctor into trying a digital denture, what is his process? Like, is it normal? Do they have to do try-ins? Can you walk me through that process so I can understand it a little better? So, we have, you know, Colzer launched a, a tray system that we had, uh, or I still have, I should say, the pellet tray system. And that is a whole system where you take an impression and you get the bite on the first appointment, take the final impression and bite one appointment. It's a great system. Uh, doctors generally don't like change as yeah, much, yeah. you know, in their workflow. Is it really harder or is it just change? I think it's change. It's really yeah. not that hard. And, in fact, it's, in my opinion, it's way more accurate. You know, the bites are – we're doing a gothic arch tracing, which is something as a, as a removal technician I've wanted my all my doctors to do, but few of them Nobody do Nobody does it. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. So Nobody does it. It forces them to do the gothic arch tracing and – and then they, they can't figure out why the bites are right when they do it that way. You know, if they do everything the way we want it, everything will be perfect, and, and, and it'll actually everybody saves money, and, yeah. and everything comes out ahead. For the doctors that don't want to do it that way, you know, you don't want to alienate them. And, and as a lab, you want to make sure you support everybody. So sure. you can still do the traditional impression, do a traditional bite rim, and still go digital from that point on. Okay. Um, but when I have that conversation with doctors, I just tell them, you know, every time we enter analog into the workflow, we decrease in our accuracies and every time you go back and forth between it after you started one route and you go back to the other and then back back to analog again you really start going down the path so but we're still not doing intraoral scanning to do edentulous i mean that's not there yet uh fully edentulous no i don't think it's there yet i you know you have tissue compression issues and things like that yeah that's what i hear we have workarounds. You know, there's, there's always a workaround. We're lab techs. That's our worst quality is we have a workaround, right? <laughs> so, so true. So true. But uh, you, can, you can do an intraoral scan, and when you go to try in, they could re, uh, do a reline impression. Yep. And then we could go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, with our new software and our cloud-based software, we have the ability to digitally extract teeth. Wow. So nice. with that ability and that being said, an intraoral scan on an on a immediate denture that's not such a big deal because sure those usually don't fit all that great anyways you know yeah. after the teeth are extracted yeah, yeah. the tissue's so unpredictable for yeah them. so it, that's a, a a definite route that you can go and do an intraoral scan and you get the bite that way a little easier the, the tricky part is, is taking a bite when you do an edentulous scan yeah and getting yeah. an accurate reading so you guys have your own design software we do the Pella design studio it's a cloud-based software it's made kind of the entry level to get people into it, and pretty user friendly. The user-friendly. novices, the fixed technician that their manager says, "I need you to do a digital denture," and they're like, "What the?" You know? Yeah, isn't that you know? So <laughs> kind of like me. <laughs> it's crazy because you know, I w- you look at the industry right now. When we were doing just removable traditional ways, 
the Crown and Bridge technicians, they, were, they didn't even want to look at doing anything with wax and acrylic, right? Yeah, well, yeah. now that we're getting digital involved, they're like, well, now, hold on. Yeah. You know? yeah. And they have already are ahead of us on learning how to design and use all that CAD software. So, you know, we were taking the breadcrumbs from Fixed for so long, and now it's kind of, kind of shifted, and we're kind of leading the industry now in, with, in, with the digital and sure, mobile. Sure, Absolutely. So, it's, it's really interesting to see what's going on. But, yeah, it's, it's actually, get back to the software, it's actually very easy. We don't make it so that you can play a lot with the tissue part. Uh, like one of my friends always says, you don't want to get lost in gingival land. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and it's true. It's, you know, we fiddle. That's technician. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. You know, so we don't do that. You still have the ability to individualize and be the artist that you are as a technician. So you can move the teeth, nice. position them. Um, and it's a great communication device for doctors. And what I found, my lab was predominantly implants i did a lot of full arch implant cases and the communication with doctors is key to that so our software has made it so that's a very good and easy communication device we have links in our software that you can send to the doctor and they can have a 3d viewer oh to approve it to approve take a look it. at it that's cool yeah and if you have you know and since everything is open so we open stl everything that we have we can link that to implant design software so that now we're, we're using what we're going to make to plan what we're going to do to support so you it. can pull it into like co-diagnostic or something and then yes. plan the implants and wow yeah and this is from what i understand and correct me if i'm wrong it's free yeah so it's free to design to play with to play and with. To get with yeah, obviously yeah. i mean we're all in this to make money right sure um, so we we uh we charge for downloads when it comes to that yeah uh, it's, it's actually not that bad i think it's like 24 dollars an arch somewhere around there yeah in the files when we download them you don't have to store them. Like one of the nightmares for dentists, my, my father was a dentist. I kind of got into that field through him. And God bless you. <laughs> he, has, <laughs> he had a basement full of boxes of, of teeth. Oh, right? sure, oh, sure, yeah. yeah. And, and then labs had the same thing. We had all kinds mm-hmm. of storage. Well, now my, my, my computer turned out to be that storage device. And so, you know, computers bogged down. you got to have external storages. So having a cloud-based software, we store all the design files and scan files for seven years, four Interesting. years. So nice. yeah. you're not slowing down your computer. It's cloud-based, so you don't have to have that big fancy computer. Is the software going to prevent someone from doing something they shouldn't? Is it if you like? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Put too much of it. Just if you, if I tried to do it and messed it up, would the software say that ain't going to work? Yeah, it has that cool error reading. Yeah. Really. Uh, yeah. Nice. And, and so then you know the group of us that are uh, selected on there as admin, we get to know that uh, you know. You tried something, no, no, and we, we contact you yeah, and say, yeah. hey, this is what we were doing wrong, how we can coach you through that. It gives us all that information. The The software is pretty much the, the cool thing about software, and, the, and CAD CAM in general, I think, is as technicians, we're always afraid to lose the account, and so that shut up and do it conversation that we yeah, get from yeah, doctors. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, and, and we'd always do it because, oh, I don't want to lose that account. Yeah, well, yeah. the computer, I can tell it to shut up and do it all at once. It still just looks at me and says no. Yeah. And that makes it so that we're actually so becoming better forward. technicians, yeah. better sure. quality products coming out. Yeah. Um, it's it's great to have. And it's a great communication because now I can say, hey, look, the computer says no. So I have somebody I can blame. Yeah. And send that link to the doctor and be like, yep. look, it wasn't me, doc. I really wanted yeah. to do it. But the I, computer said no. I tried. I tried. <laughs> yeah. No can do. That's great. And you can output that file to anything. Yeah. Everything's open. You know, Colzer doesn't want to back you in any, or any corners. That's kind of the reason that I teamed up with them as much as I have. We'll give you a free uh, open STL for everything. Once you get your open STL, you can decide if you're going to mill or print. Now, obviously, we would encourage you to print with our printer and print it. Of course. But it's open to you. Uh, yeah. We work out the bugs in the system so that it prints and works better with our system. But if you go out the other way, you know, we'll give you an open STL. But if the fit's not the same and things like that, then that's, you know, we'll try to help you as much as we yeah, can. Yeah, but, but you're not, it's not built to it. Yeah, it's yeah, not built to I it. I get that. I get that. 
So tell us about your lab. Where, where were you? Where, how did that come about? Why did you sell and become uh, As a trader? You're a trader. Yeah. <laughs> You've gone to the dark side. Right? <laughs> um, so you know, I've been in the industry, like I said, probably all my life, basically. My dad was a dentist, so uh, I knew that I didn't want to be a dentist. That was yeah. not my field. Yeah. But uh, I had a lab in Yakima, Washington. Opened it and started oh, it Oh, you're scratch. from Washington State? I am. Ooh. Short little drive here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it, was, you know, it was a great lab. We did a good job there. Did nothing, nothing but... Uh, Removable and, and fixed removable oh, okay. type sure. application. It was, it was great, but then I started doing a lot of uh, KOL for a couple different companies, Kohl's being one of them. And I talked about earlier how we've been taking the breadcrumbs off of fixed yep. and, yep. and trying to apply it to anything we can do removable, and that was kind of my frustration. And so when Kohl's came to me and said, hey, you know, you're, you're really driving the market and talking about it, would you like to do this more and, and speak with us more? I jumped on board. I think, I, you know, having a company like that and I can push – Innovating the industry. You yeah. Colzer steps up with something, and then another company steps up with something. And that just keeps us moving as we keep oh, going yeah. in this field. And, and Removable needs that. So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be part of that. And yeah. it's, it's fun, except being on the road a lot, but it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Do you miss the bench work? You know, uh, I get a little taste of the bench work. We do a little bit of R&D and things like that. So that probably. You do get to play with it. So yeah. Good. Yeah. So if I didn't have that, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd probably be a little bit crazier than I am. But yeah. Sure. How long ago was that? That I quit. Yeah, well, uh, that you moved over. Moved over. Uh, so it's been four months. Oh, oh so, wow. Yeah, pretty fresh. That I recently, didn't realize huh? that. Yeah. yeah. Good for you, though. Yeah. So it's I've heard a lot of really good things about the company and what they're doing with digital dentures. We're actually looking at this um, at Night Dental here this past week. We talked about it. So I'm really, I may pop into your lecture because I'd really okay. like to learn more about it and maybe have you come to the lab or at least talk to me a little bit because yeah. I feel like I need to get on board, Elvis. Yeah. It's, it's something time. we're not doing. We're, yeah. we're we're starting to dabble in it. Yeah. We actually had a meeting not too long ago talking about we want to outsource the actual production of it for a little bit. We want to design it, but we want a partner that will do it before we start doing it. Because we yeah. have your printer at our right. lab. We got the Kara. And uh, we're just a little nervous, you know, yeah. I guess. Well, that's good, though, that you're nervous. You know, I was, I was a one-man lab, and, I, and my wife did the books, and so... Uh, I had to ask the wife, like, honey, can we buy the printer? And, and she's like, no. <laughs> you know? like, well, come on. You answered that a little quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to think about it? Yeah. Right? <laughs> but we, we watched a uh, Crown and Bridge Lab across the street, uh, a very talented technician, but he refused to go into the digital world of mm. things. And we watched him uh, slowly die a painful death there. Sure. And, and, and she got to see that. And so then she said, wait, so that's kind of what's going to happen to you here in a few years? I'm like, yeah, if we don't jump on digital, yeah. we, need to, yeah. we need to be on it. Yeah. So that got her to go ahead. and I'd sleep on the couch a couple of days. She was a little <laughs> mad at me about it when I showed her the price at first. But, um, you know, as a one-man one man lab to jump on that, that's a big deal. But it it's is. A, as, you know, bigger labs, that's not as a hard thing to jump on. And I feel like you, ha- you have to be on it now it's, yeah. or you're going to get lost. Yeah. You know, and to have it and even just to have it a little bit and dabble in a little, you know, that's great. I, I presented at a couple study clubs in my local area and uh, just so happened it worked out that I paid off a dog at a local place to, to eat a, a denture off of a, out of a lady's oh, nightstand. Oh, man. Uh, so once the dog ate the denture, Yum. she needed something right away. And that doctor happened to be the one that was totally against printing. Oh. And I said, look, I can give it to you tomorrow. I can give you the denture tomorrow, but it's going to be printed. He didn't realize that the original denture I had done, I had done it using some, some printed 
technology. So you had the file. I had the file. So I just printed it real quick, gave it to him, and he actually seated it at a study club on a Friday because that was the next day that he had available with her. Uh, it was on Thursday that the dog ate the denture. So he, it worked out perfect. It was just, it was yeah, a perfect deal. You couldn't so, ask for a better advertisement. No, than that yeah, right exactly. There. And then from that moment on, I had calls from every one of my doctors. Hey, can we go digital? Can we go digital? Can you do? Sweet. And then what else can you do digital? Yeah. Can you do night guards? And then I was doing surgical guides. You know, the, the thing is, is we we talk at all these meetings about doing digital dentures, and and the money making part of it all that that's actually savings for the lab and the doctor is the night guards and surgical guides. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. quick, easy. Surgical guys are amazingly quick. Um, I have a lot of surgeons. Being that I was implant lab, that yeah. was always asking for surgical guides. So you printed a lot of guides? A lot yeah. of guides. Yeah. For a lot what, of guides. What I hear a lot in our side of the industry is the labs that are planning the surgeries, that's the scary part. No. Yes. From what yeah, I understand, I you don't plan, just no, print. just print. That's my new slogan. Agree. Don't <laughs> plan, just print. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you can team up, but there's like, so I, I had three shape guys come over and talk to all of the doctors, and and I just had a, a meeting in my lab one yeah. night and had all the surgeons and, and placing doctors come there, and they talked about three shape, and they all jumped on the bandwagon of, of the three shape planning software, co-diagnostics, a couple of them did that. Once you sure. get an STL, you can print it. So yeah. I didn't care really how the doctor got it. I wasn't going to provide it once they got that. And, you know, Nobel has clinician. They've released their clinician now so that we can, of course, for a dongle fee, I can download and, and, yeah, and print. Yeah, yeah, from you their know, So that, a lot DTX of my Nobel doctors will, will send me those, and I would, I would print their surgical guides from there because it yeah. was considerably cheaper. For me to print it than to have somebody else do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, We've outsourced a few. It's yeah. expensive. Mm-hmm. Well, you only have, yeah. not including the sleeve. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but not including the sleeve, you only have about $2.50 in a print. That's on pretty a surgical That's awesome. And I can fit usually about seven prints on a build plate. It takes about 20 minutes to print it. Yeah. So those are a lot. There's a lot of money into those on a build plate compared to, say, it's a venture. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Agree. Absolutely. Well, hey, man, yeah. thanks for sitting down. Thank you. We're going to see you Pleasure. at the Eastern Conference in November. You yes, bet. He's we speaking. Are. So Awesome. Yeah. So we'll that's definitely a, run into you there. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to drive to that one. I think I'll probably fly. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping you fly. <laughs> the heck of a run. Well, have a great meeting. Good luck yeah. on your lecture. Thank, thank you for sitting yeah, down with us. Yeah, thank you so it's much. We appreciate it. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Thanks. You So did you know, guys, that Whipmex manufactures a full array of 3D print resins featuring the only FDA-cleared splint resin? The company-printed resin offering includes model materials in golden brown, ivory, white, and soon-to-be-available gray. And it also includes surgical guide, burnout, and custom tray materials. The latest resin in the group of printable resins is called Verisplint, which is the very first and presently only FDA cleared print material that prints quickly and results in an accurate and economical hard splint. Their customers can now print a full build platform in under one hour at a cost of just five to six dollars per splint. This exceptional resin has been validated by the FDA on a SEGA 385NM DLP printers and is fully biocompatible. Have you started printing your splints yet? No, let's do it. Consider this. Printing them provides a considerably higher level of efficiency because it avoids several lengthy steps when compared with conventional methods. But most importantly, it brings a greater degree of design flexibility into the process, which improves both the lab and the patient's experience. Whether you're printing splints 
models, surgical guides, casting patterns, or trays. Consider increasing your productivity and your profitability with Whitmix Berry Build Resins. Head over to Whitmix.com for more information. And thank you, Whitmix, for sponsoring our podcast. A big, huge thank you to Rob Gitman, Bruce Barish, and Jeremy Wallers for taking the time to sit down with Elvis and I at Lab Day East. We so love talking to our friends and new people at events just like this one. Anytime you want to learn more about any of our guests, what we have on the podcast, head over to VoicesFromTheBench.com and you can learn all about our guests and what they do. Speaking of events... Bum, bum, bum. Just like Lab Day, we have three events that we will be recording at live in January and February, and you can still register for these events. We will be at Vision 21 in Vegas. That's January 16th to 18th. Voices of Dentistry, which is January 23rd and 24th in Scottsdale. And then, of course, the biggest event of the year, LMT Lab Day, Chicago. You can go freeze your butt off with us February 21st and 22nd. Elvis and I really are excited about hitting the road. You know, normally we do this over a computer. So when we get face to face and we get to meet everybody and see them and talk to them, it's really super cool. Make eye contact, laugh and come join us. If you see us at any of these events, come find us, sit down and talk to us. We are um, no holds barred. We want to talk to everybody. So you can find a link to register on this episode's show notes. And if you plan on attending any of these events... And want to make sure you get on the podcast, send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com and we can schedule a time. But if that doesn't happen, don't be scared because I'm going to go pull you in and we're going to talk to you. Just walk by the booth and you will be on. That's how it works. Yep. She will suck you in. And we just kind of walk you through it. It's totally cool. Totally casual. So come see us. So I think this is going to be the last time we're going to beg. But there is about a week left to vote for Voices from the Bench on the dentalpodcast.org website. This is a website with the rankings of every dental-related podcast. And now I saw the standings the other day. Oh, I was just going to ask you! find that uh well it's kind of a secret to those in the know oh you don't sound too happy um it's not like official yet yeah it's not i feel that as technicians we can do a lot better who's ahead of us i'll kick them i'll beat them everybody what (laughs) are you kidding me a lot of people damn now i understand there's not nearly as many technicians as there are dentists. And a lot of the podcasts on this list are dentist-related. Come on, guys. But this is an opportunity for us technicians to be louder and prouder by showing support for our whole industry. So please. Seriously. Dentalpodcast.org. And then when you're spending the holiday with your family, have everybody else go and vote. We don't care if you're in the industry or not. We just appreciate the votes. Voting is done by January 1st. So if you got a chance, dentalpodcast.org and vote for Voices from the Bench. Come on now. You know how competitive I am. I'm actually voting as we're talking. There. Yeah. The more you do it, the better. I thought we were going to do like pretty good. That's so bummer. Huh. Last year, we did really good. But since the industry has exploded in podcast, mm-hmm. we're getting killed. All right. We're the only laboratory one on there. but We win in my eyes anyways. Not that that means anything at this point. but That's all that's important. That's all that's important. As long as we satisfy in the eyes of Mad Damn President 2020, 
If she is happy, I am Aww, happy. Thanks. <laughs> all right, I'm voting again. Come on, guys. All right, everybody. That's all we got. Merry Christmas or whatever you celebrate. Nice work getting through the holiday rush. We're pretty much Aww, done. Aw, Merry Christmas. Don't get too crazy. I'll be with you next Thursday and Friday. <clears throat> Elvis. Yeah. Great week, everybody. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. So let's get some of that Christmas cheer coming out of you, Barb. <laughs>